Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss five questions in about 10 minutes because leaders know how to be concise. And I am very excited to introduce our guest today. This is Joseph Wilkins, who is the founder of Funny Sales Videos and also host of the podcast, How to Make a Video Go Viral. And Joseph, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. What uh, more information would you like to share with our guests and our audience about what you do? Yeah, thank you, Sean. Appreciate you having me on the show. Um, just give you a quick background on me. Uh, I started uh, a video production company about 20 years ago. Gosh, it's been that long. Um, we started out producing television commercials, infomercials. Uh, our very first infomercial, I don't know if you remember, The Little Giant Ladder uh, was our very first project and uh, did tremendously well. And for the past 15 years, that's where we've been focusing is, is TV. But as all businesses will find at some point in their lifespan, things change and they have to pivot. And I don't know about you, but I just don't watch TV anymore and nor do a lot of our clients customers. And so about five years ago, we realized we really needed to change and figure out how to find that same audience online and engage them in the same kind of ways as far as the results that we were getting. And that's where we pivoted and, and I started funnysalesvideos.com, which is pretty much all we do. For the past four years, that's all we've done is produce these funny viral style sales videos that have one goal, and that's to sell our customers products while entertaining you and uh, hopefully making you laugh. So we've been extremely successful and uh, that's, that's what we do right now. That is awesome. And I am one that loves to laugh. So I'm always looking forward <laughs> to a good video. So that is great. I love how you've learned to pivot because I'll confess, I will watch some TV from time to time, but I'm usually watching a recorded show and I skip through the commercial. Yep. <laughs> so it's I, all I your fault. <laughs> yeah, it, it just it just happens. So, well, that's great. Well, Joseph, thank you. And let's go ahead and jump to our questions today. Our first question, share with our audience a success story that you've had with collaboration within a team. Well, I mean, pretty much every in the production environment, every project is a collaboration, right? It's not the kind of one man solo project. Um, if, if you're really looking for the best finished result, you've got to bring together all of these different artists, whether it's script writers, you know, shooters, editors, crew members. Um, I guess our latest project is our biggest success. We, you know, we went and, and produced a couple of videos for a client recently that just hit 60 million views. Whoa. And, uh, you know, it, it was about a six month project with two videos that me and my team worked on and by far is our most successful project. And probably the best thing about it is it's, uh, it's a product that helps save the environment from plastic waste. So mm. me and my team, you know, really not just got together to, to do our best work because we were getting a paycheck, but because we really believed in the mission of what we were doing. And so, you know, that, that was a really fun project to collaborate with my team. That makes a huge difference when you're excited and motivated and passionate about the objective. And absolutely referred to as the principle of alignment. So that's a, that's a great example. Thank you so much for sharing that. Question number two, I hear from other leaders of teams that it can be a challenge to measure engagement. Tell us your thoughts. Yeah, so obviously I'm coming from a from a different world than most when you measure, you know, I, I'm not into spreadsheets and bottom lines, I'm more into, 
you know, what what does the finished video look, feel and perform like? And, and so we're constantly looking at how do we how do we come up with creative ideas? How do we create, you know, something from nothing is essentially what our clients are asking us to do. You know, tell my story in a way that's never been done before. And our goal is disruption. So if you're scrolling through your social media feed, you're seeing hundreds of posts and videos and pictures. Why should you stop on our video and watch it? And, and especially since we're a sponsored ad, why would you actually watch a commercial these days? And so that's, that's where our team really have to get together and collaborate on the concepts, coming up with ideas, coming up with crazy, random, new, different things that are going to stop you and make you pay attention to something. And uh, that's really where the collaborative process kicks in. And, and we, you know, the, the wisdom of the crowd is always better than the individual. And so not only from a creation point of view, so I brainstorm with my team that, um, especially now in COVID, is pretty much all virtual and remote. So, you know, we have Zoom meetings and we have online collaborative documents that we share. But ultimately, you know, the measurement that we're looking at is what's our creativity for this video? Is it a higher bar than the last video that we that we created? And, you know, there's two ways to measure that. Number one is do people like and enjoy the content that we're sharing. And we measure that in comments and shares and online engagement, but ultimately for the client, it's sales, it's the bottom line. And so, you know, in the case of that video campaign that I just mentioned, you know, they, they have generated millions of dollars in revenue from that, from those two videos. Um, in fact, the, the kind of the, the greatest takeaway is that the whole production costs were paid for in the first four hours of launching that first video. So I'd say that was a pretty good measurable KPI. Indeed it is. That's great. That's a great, uh, that's a great perspective on measuring engagement in a little bit different way than trying to use some kind of a statistical analysis, because that's a, another great way. It's kind of a three-dimensional look. A little bit of everything really helps you get a good measurement. Great comments. Question number three, Joseph, based on your experience, what is one essential characteristic of a confident leader? So I would have to say vision. In, in, in my world, you know, as on most projects, I play the role of the creative director. So guiding the process, not necessarily doing all of the jobs, but supervising the whole process from, you know, concept through completion. And I think you, in, in my role and people in my industry, you have to have a great vision. If you go sit down, you know, at Netflix or when the theaters reopen at a, at a movie theater, you're seeing not just the result of, you know, hundreds of people that have worked on that feature film, but ultimately if it's done right, you're watching the, the vision of one man that has collaborated, have brought in all of these talents to create the finished result. And so, you know, as my role, when I step onto set, I've probably got three months of pre-production behind me of going through all of the steps from, you know, research to brainstorm, to scripting, to, punching it up with comedy to auditioning actors and then finally stepping on set, knowing in my mind all of the different shots of that day and how they're going to edit together. And I think on any project, whether it's creative or whether it's otherwise, you need to have one leader that has a vision 
and then get other people to buy into that vision for that greater finished result. Very important and very great comment because it really, vision is such an important part of leading and inspiring and influencing others. Great comments. Question number four, is there a person or an individual that you'd like to recognize or maybe give a shout out to that has made a difference in your life? You know, it's interesting. I looked at that question this morning and I, and I spent a little bit of time. There's so many people that I could mention. I'll just mention two. So the first is my dad. Um, growing up in London, um, he was a, a photographer for some of the biggest agencies in the world. I mean, he worked for Vogue magazine. He did the front cover for many popular albums, the Rolling Stones, Jimi Hendrix, Paul McCartney, ended up photographing the Queen of England in her castle. I don't think it gets much higher than that on uh, in, in his industry. And so wow. he always kind of gave me, you know, the, the belief that I could do anything and creativity, you know, wasn't something that you necessarily got from a diploma, but that was, you know, anyone can, can get it if you just observe and, you know, use your creative muscle that I think all of us were born with. I think kids all love to draw. Well, what happens to us to make that stop? People just ex stop exercising that muscle. Um, so I'd say my, my dad was definitely a big influence in, in growing up. Um, I had a teacher um, at Utah Valley University. It was UVSC when I went there. Um, her name was Catherine Dowdle. And she was a, she was a drawing instructor. Um, we would do portrait drawings. And, you know, she was just so encouraging. I wasn't, I wasn't a very good student as far as my skills but she just made me feel like I could, I could do anything and that I had potential. And I think that that is probably 95% of, of success in life is believing that you can do something, whether or not you can is just the details. So I think just encouraging people that, that were stepping stones to, you know, helping me to achieve some of the things that I have. I really appreciate you recognizing both of those individuals, but isn't it neat when you have people around you that encourage you and support you? And that just makes, in many cases, all the difference between, especially during those challenging times, the moments of success and the moments where we take a step backwards, if people will support us, we can move forward. I, I think that's a great comment. All right, well, our last question, tell us about your first job. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, so I've always been entrepreneurial. And my first job was actually, um, I started a dog walking business in my village in England. And as I started to go door to door and find my potential clients who had dogs that needed them walked, I figured out that if I've leveraged other kids in the village that I could actually walk, walk more than one dog at the same time. And so I literally became this, you know, um, I don't know what sweatshop of young kids that went and walked dogs. I charged a, you know, a percentage of what they would do. Uh, but a funny story. One time I maybe got a little bit greedy and decided that I could have my younger brother stand around the corner and hold the dogs while I went and got the next one. And uh, one time we had like six dogs waiting around the corner and they got into fights and went all different corners of the village and we spent the rest of the afternoon trying to round up these dogs and had to eat humble pie to the owners when we when they wanted to know why we'd been so long walking the dog so that was my first entrepreneurial venture I guess that you could call that a job 
Well, I love the entrepreneurial entrepreneurial spirit there and uh, recruiting some of the other kids. I, I, I've heard that from time to time with different guests that have been on the podcast that that's how they got started with the do-it-yourself business is that they'd hire other kids to help them. And so that's a smart way to approach it. So you were smart even at a young age. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joseph, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. How can people find you? Uh, yeah. So if you want to reach out to me directly, uh, probably the easiest way is LinkedIn. Joseph Wilkins, look for funny sales videos. I'm pretty active there. Um, you can also listen to my weekly podcast if you're interested in how you figure out how to make a video that will quote unquote go viral. Um, it's called How to Make a Video Go Viral. You can find it on all the podcast platforms. Um, if you're interested in chatting to me about producing a video for your business, you can go to funnysalesvideos.com and just fill out the form at the bottom. That sounds great. Now, did you have an ebook that you would wanted to uh, invite yes. me to download? Yeah. There's, if you go to funnysalesvideos.com, there's an ebook that I've created that shows you eight simple steps anyone can follow to create something like what we produce um, doing it yourself. There's obviously you know, the, the high budget way of doing it. And then there's the do it yourself with your iPhone. Fantastic. Thank you. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, you can go to teamengagementpodcast.com. Again, that's teamengagementpodcast.com. And we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast, both the audio version, and if you want to watch the video version, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thanks so much for joining us today and have a great day.